The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone, and we're back with another episode of Ask the Landlord with our favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa. I'm one of Albert's producers, and I'm a former New York City, Pittsburgh, Lafayette, Louisiana, Washington, D.C. renter, and now a Pittsburgh homeowner. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. If you want to ask a question on the podcast, call us and leave us a voicemail on the Ask the Landlord hotline. That number is 646-580-3015. How's it going, Albert? It's going good, Melissa. How are you doing? I'm great. So busy. Always something to do, but it's fun and we like it. So, all right. The question today is, what are some of the biggest costs that someone could incur as a condo owner? And like, how would that different than a homeowner? So I guess let's start with a condo. A condo, usually the condo owner is responsible for the walls in meaning the inside of the walls into the apartment or the unit. Okay. So if whatever happens from the walls in and the floors and the ceilings in, then that's what the condo owner is usually responsible for. So if something happens from behind the wall, it's usually usually the uh, condo association or somebody else, right, that's, uh, that's responsible. That doesn't mean that, Obviously, if something happens, you know you, you you can make a claim to your insurance company or that. But there's there's certainly special insurance that's a little different as a condo owner. Uh, there's also, like we said, as like you could have homeowners insurance that uh, covers your contents. You should have extra insurance that covers your contents uh, in a condo. It's a little different than having your house. In your house, obviously, everything's yours, and uh, usually everything's covered under your policy. Uh, including your content, um, but and if something happens to the house outside, it's your problem. Like you have that in the condo. Usually, if something happens to the roof of the condo uh, of the building, it's not it's your problem, but it's not your direct problem, right? Somebody's taking care of that. Like there, there's a condo association, usually a management company or somebody um, that you're a part of a community. So those are, um, you know, things to be aware of. There are different, you know, it's like, oh, how does it work? And you should read your condo documents or your co-op documents. Usually it's like, uh, what am I responsible for? And it tells you like, uh, uh, usually it's the walls, the walls in. Um, um, and then you say, which part of the wall? Like, oh, the wall, uh, the outer wall, the inner wall, those, those things are questions. And then. There are ways to think about them too outside of insurance. It's, um, you know, with your house as an example. Um, you know, there are components of the house and you might think, oh, how much is a new roof if I had to put a new roof on my house, a whole new roof? Say, uh, you know, I don't know, mm-hmm. I'm going to make up a number, let's say $20,000. So you say, okay, $20,000 and you just moved into your house and you're like, but the roof was there already and it has like 20, let's, I'm using 20 years, but a lot of roofs are 20 or 30 years when they're new. 
brand new roof is let's say twenty year warranty, right? When you put a new roof on, it's twenty thousand dollars, right? Let's mm-hmm. say your let's say your roof is has you bought the house and the roof is ten years old. So you're like, you know, in ten years from now, you're probably gonna have to put a new roof. And that's gonna cost twenty thousand dollars adjusted for inflation. So it's probably thirty thousand dollars. Right. right. Inflation as average is three percent. And you essentially it goes fifty percent every twelve years. So if you if you do that, you know, math compounded. Okay. So basically you need thirty thousand dollars in ten years from now to be able to replace your roof when it goes. But you know, it doesn't necessarily go in ten years, it could go in eight years, five years, it could go in mm-hmm. twenty years. Right. But the way to start thinking about that is say, well, in my budget of my savings, I'm going to allocate however the remaining useful years of my roof is divided by what it takes to pay for a new roof at that time. So I said 30,000, you know, I said 20,000 today, right? But 30,000 in 10 years from now. So really, 10 years, for the next 10 years, I have to make sure I have 30000 in 10 years. So I have to make $3,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah, I like looking at it that way. One way to think about it. So then you say, okay, yeah, what else is like that? Right? So you right. say, oh, my boiler. My boiler is this and that and that. And then you go, okay, what about the electric, the pipes, the windows? So then you can go through the whole house and you say, okay, I'm going to allocate you know, uh, $5,000 uh, a year for repairs and replacements. Mm-hmm. So you're saying this is a homeowner, not a condo owner. Like if you're Either in an apartment, condo, you think it's, it's the same? Owner. Yeah. So the condo owner would have an oven, right? Right. A- so the, oven, the oven came with the condo, but... But it's once you buy the condo, really the oven is yours to handle. Or let's say for Drake, sub zero, you know, whatever, two thousand, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand dollars these days, right? Yeah. So you go, yeah. okay, so how good? So you bought it, it's a beautiful fridge. You're like, oh, uh, it's going to go in uh, five years from now, and I got to pay buy a new one, and it's five thousand dollars. And you're like, okay, so I should set aside about a thousand dollars a year for that. So we call it replacement reserve. So when we look at, as landlord, operating a building, let's say, right, we go, okay, you know, there's everyday repairs and maintenance. Wow. Right? Which is a line item budget, meaning you're paying mm-hmm. your insurance, you're paying your taxes, you're paying your utilities. They, they happen all the time, right? And then- Something needs an adjustment, something's leaking, you fix it. Those are, those are repairs and maintenance, you know, and you broke something, repairs and maintenance, right? But then, you know, your oven is uh, 50 years old and uh, you love it and it's an antique and it works really well, but then one day it's going to go kaput. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that's something right. I have to replace one day. So I better mm-hmm. practically plan for that. Mm-hmm. Right, so you got to set aside yeah. money because you'll know that you'll need it one day. And by the way, okay. sometimes things just break, and you know you have to replace them anyway. 
I was thinking about this also when you when you this morning, and I wanted to talk to you about it. But now that you're a renter, now that you're an owner, right? And I'm gonna, I'm going to have you considered a home warranty program. Okay, great question. I love the tables turned. So the house came with a one year home warranty that was, I didn't even, it, I, I think it was like a gimmick to like, as a selling point for the house, like the, the previous sellers provided it, right? They, is it? And then, so then I had a, the realtor told me a lady to call to be like, she'll tell you what to say, what not to say and what that. So nothing's happened yet, but we are going to call about a dishwasher in a little, <laughs> but Meaning why do you ask? Dishwasher, dishwasher's broken. It's not broken. It's just, it's acting weird. I don't think it's working properly. It works, right. but I don't know. Right. It's no, free. Why not? Because, it came with the house. I asked because, <laughs> because, you know, I mentioned all these things about having a certain replacement reserve uh, for mm-hmm. things like that. But there's also insurance you could buy that could cover you for those things. That's another way to deal with it. You're either, either way, you're going to have to save the money or, or, or invest the money to be protected. Um, mm-hmm. One way people do it is saving the money, meaning, which means, I'm going to say, self-insuring, right? That's mm-hmm. self-insuring, saving the money. Right. Or you could actually give the money to an insurance company, which are these home warranty companies, and they cover those things as long as you pay. Are them. you a fan? Are you a fan of home warranty companies? I, I, you know, depending on which ones. But I happen to be. I've used them in the past. Um, okay. And I thought Good. it was, it was, effective. they have their protocols and as long as it's like any insurance, I guess you got to make sure that you're, um, what kind of stuff they bring in or, you know, if you want a certain brand, make sure that that brand is covered or whatever. But, you know, we, I found it to be a good thing to have. Um, if you have an older house and you can anticipate Things being 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 needed to be replaced, it could be a big it could be a big deal uh, to to to. Oh, absolutely! To use. I would say, like anything, shop around, make sure you uh, get the right company. But I uh, I think they could be very useful. The uh, and also I found is that toilet right, and this is you know some of this is do yourself thing or not, but a toilet. Most of the problems with the toilet happens when the flapper needs to be replaced. And that's like a $2 piece, right? So <laughs> you and Alan okay. can look it up online and like learn how to do it. I will. Right? But oh, absolutely. <laughs> me, me, I don't do that. I call the guy. Right. You know? But the insurance company, like they would send – you know, there's a deductible and everything. Like, I think it's like $50. But, you know, the, the plumber who comes might be cost charging you $200, but you're only paying $50 if you use the warranty program. So, you know, those are interesting trade-offs that you might consider. Like I had, when I had, when I was a small, when I originally bought houses and rented them to people, I had a warranty program and I would give the number of the warranty program to the residents and they would, and I told them, listen, you call these people and they'll come and I'll reimburse you for the, you know, whatever the co-payment, you know. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. That's a great solution. 
I, if it was you and Alan, I would look into that. Definitely. No, we have, I mean, we have it with the house right now, so we're going to, why not use it? We have it for a year. After a year, right. You'll, oh, I guess it's a way to test out these people if you like them. Right. And then. Oh, then you, you would say do it every year, renew it every year. That's what I'm talking about. That was just the first year. year. (laughs) Yeah. But you have a boiler over there or however you're heating the house. What happens after the first year? After the first year, you have to set aside money every year to either pay for the boiler, or you have to, or you have to have some story about how you're going to fix it if it breaks. So one of the ways you could do that is to have an insurance policy. That's true. Yeah, I'll definitely look into it. Hopefully, we like them. We'll use them this first year, this home warranty. Um, but yeah, I think this is definitely bringing up another conversation. Maybe we'll do a part two about money and exact you mentioned a few things like the roof but i think in another episode we're going to elaborate on what exactly you need for what what could be the biggest costs that would happen and emergency funds that you really need before you even you know buy a house buy a condo right there's a lot we could talk about all right thank you so much albert you got it For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening.